honestly. Yeah, no, that's fine. Something you're, you. you're just like you're like not even doing anything, and you're just like, <gasps> yeah, all the time. Just I think sometimes I forget to breathe. Like yeah. I really do think that that happens to me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then of course, like as soon as you're like aware of it, you're you like, yeah, you're like, you're like manually am I breathing. Having a heart attack right now? Is that is that what's happening? Sometimes that happens. Like when I'm trying to fall asleep, all of a sudden I'm just like breathing. Like I can't catch my breath. Yeah. That's probably like an anxiety <laughs> thing. Don't worry about it. That's fine. I'm sure that's normal. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Honestly. A podcast. With Zoe and Logan. That was Logan. And that was Zoe. And we're back two weeks in a row. Wow. A record. Could it be? <laughs> a new record. Also, I was listening back to last week's episode, and first of all, at one point, I was just, like, moving around a lot for some reason, and, like, boy, you could hear it. Like, I don't know. I don't even remember what I was doing. Like, I was probably just, like, repositioning myself because I'm sitting on the floor and it's not particularly comfortable, but, like, for just, like, 15 seconds or so, it was just me, like, rustling (laughs) around, and I was like, oh, that's that's good. It's when you got up to do a dance routine. (laughs) Oh, right. I forgot my break dancing that I was doing. (laughs) Yeah. And then also, I also noticed that, like, boy, I, like, you just, like, hear me breathing a lot, and it's really unattractive. I just, what happens is, Logan and I talk before we start this, because Mm -hmm. we just can't get enough talking in. (laughs) We need more. And when I laugh hysterically, I get congested. Yeah. And it's like, by the time we begin this... I'm fully congested. Yes. And then I'm the whole time going. Yeah. So I just feel like you hear a lot of that. On the oh my God. And a then it's like. Sniffles McGee. Sniffles McGee. And it's like me like trying to control like the drool in my mouth or something. Like, I don't know. It's like probably like, way more information. from all of us. All like, two of more, us. Way more information than anybody <laughs> needed. But like, I was, I don't know. I was like acutely aware of it when I was listening to last week's episode. I was just like, wow, I'm making a lot of noise for no reason. <laughs> my body is just loud. Yeah. I don't I know. know. It's overwhelming. I'm and I'm startled. An anxious mover. Like mm-hmm. I speak and I have to like I don't know. It's like really if I filmed myself talking, I would be embarrassed to look back cuz my hands are like doing all weird things. I'm like yeah. holding my foot weirdly. No, it's, it's like you're lot. doing an interpretive dance while you're yeah. speaking. <laughs> it's, it's just a lot and I I the microphone's going to pick it up. Yeah. So anyway, my apologies to those of you who tuned into last hey, week's episode. They know what they're getting into. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Oh boy, how are you doing? I'm okay. I'm doing all right. Surviving in a world <laughs> that sometimes feels challenging. That's our motto, baby. We're just 
keep it on. Um, I wasn't stood up by any therapist this week. That in itself is better than last week. Or, and that's yeah. something. You're off <laughs> that's to a better something. start. That's good. I... <laughs> When I called you on Zoom today, when you answered, I was going to be like, oh my god, sorry, I double booked you. <laughs> like, oh, actually, that is my bad. I forgot that it was a January appointment. <laughs> I actually so, have another podcast that I have to do. I have, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's so go. embarrassing. And I think bad. that's fine to do. I think that would be okay. I think that's professional behavior, uh-huh, and I think it's uh-huh. okay to do that. <laughs> otherwise not much is going on which is kind of nice yeah you know um (laughs) it's a lot happening and then i'm just we're okay with not a lot happening right now but you know hanging in there how are you oh i'm okay thank you so much for asking (laughs) um no i feel the same way i feel like it's been kind of a bit of a low-key week since we last recorded and that's good very slow but low-key slow but low-key slow-key slow-key i like that and you know what i think that's good there was a lot of excitement just right at the beginning of the year i mean and carrying over from last year where there was a lot of excitement not good excitement (laughs) not good excitement the opposite um oh (laughs) There's just a lot of noise. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm glad that the last week I feel like things have calmed down a little bit, both personally and just worldly. <laughs> it feels better. It does feel not, better. Not perfect. It doesn't feel good. No, but... <laughs> not good. <laughs> not good at all, but not worse, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is really all that we can hope for at yeah. this point. No, we're just, you know, <laughs> just trucking along. <laughs> Month X <laughs> of this pandemic. Oh, yeah. it's uh... Saying it out loud hurts, so I'm not going to. <laughs> you know how many months it's been. <laughs> we we know. You, you know. You, the listeners at home, can, yeah. uh, can figure that one out. Do some quick mental math. Um, yeah, I will say I've noticed that the days are getting slightly longer. Yes. I.e. it's do not appreciate that. 5 p.m. <laughs> Which makes it so much better. Like, it makes all the difference because it's not like your work day ends and you're like, well, it's bedtime now. So. <laughs> it is officially nighttime. <laughs> it still feels like, okay, there's some hours left in the day. Yeah, so I mean that is that something i don't know that maybe it is something the slightest bit of hope <laughs> i feel like that's something that things are not more exciting badly it's a slow key week a slow key week it's getting lighter out we've been talking about a lot of fun podcast things mm, yeah so that's all good that's all good stuff big things to come <laughs> in 2021 <laughs> watch this space watch this space <laughs> That's my favorite. I love when people say that. I'm like, I will watch this. I love when people say it like seriously. Yeah. Seriously. It's like, okay, I I guess I will. This space is watched. Watched. Consider yourself watched space. Um, yeah, you know, we just, we, we're brainstorming and scheming and (laughs) plotting. from work. All of the above, all of the above. So that's good. Um, love that for us. We're doing a bunch of, again, how many years into this and we haven't 
quite let it sunk in that like no one can see us I feel like it's even worse now that we're doing this like via video because I'm like no but like you're looking at me and I'm doing exactly like you can see me doing it (laughs) not like we couldn't see each other when we were literally right beside each other but it's different this I don't know this just feels like even less like we're recording somehow so it's weird still not used to it but it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, um, it honestly feels weird to think about, like, recording in person at this yeah. point. Just because we've been doing it like this for so long now. It's but, just, um, like, at the beginning, it was, like, across from a table mm-hmm. with the microphone betwixt us. <laughs> and it was, like, it was, like, okay, that's good. We see you. Then it was, like, things kept changing to the point where we're like okay now we're like sitting beside each other and now it's back to like face to face in a way <laughs> in a virtual face to face yes and I feel like coming back and like doing it on a couch or like sitting beside each other it's gonna be like weird I feel like I'm gonna be like flipped around I know it's like what do you mean I'm not stare like, dead into your eyes <laughs> Yes, it's very, very interesting. It feels very weird to be doing it like this, but, you know. We're doing our best. That's all we can do. <laughs> all we can do. We're, we're, we're hell-bent on delivering this content to our faithful listeners. Exactly. So. We're dedicated. We are nothing if not dedicated. <laughs> uh, speaking of content, though, have you been watching anything, listening to anything? enjoying thing (laughs) um I feel like I have not been watching anything really new okay but I started rewatching Parks and Rec right um I'm on season six now so I don't have all I know I've speed watched it because it's it's serotonin yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) you're like oh funny (laughs) give it to me (laughs) give it to me and I already talked to Logan about this like off the podcast Mm -hmm. but I just feel like it is still very funny don't get me wrong but there's so much weird like why are you making so many fat jokes kind of thing Mm -hmm. and it's just like so constant it's like who who on the writing team (laughs) hates fat people like there's there's one person I think KJ Appa was on the I think he's on board he has (laughs) to be he's involved somehow because it's just like constant and it's like never really like oh haha like it's just like okay (laughs) yeah like as we've discussed on this here pod many a time um fat jokes are seldom funny yeah (laughs) and like to be funny they have to be like really really funny and it's just not landing not hitting me (laughs) yeah I had kind of forgotten and then you you know, mentioned that you were rewatching it and you were talking about like the rampant fat phobia in yeah, it. And I was so kind of much. thinking back and I was like, oh yeah. Ooh. It's like a constant like obesity and diabetes are like a, the constant go-to jokes. Sure. And it's like, like I get, like I get what you're doing because you're trying to be like, oh, well the town is like full of like hicks. Yeah. So it's like, oh, like, you know what hicks do? They don't, they eat sugar and you uh-huh. know what? people who eat sugar are fat you know what they have diabetes like it's just like that's the thinking and it's like why are you equating like all this stuff like negatively like there's a lot of thin people who have diabetes too like every person that I've met in my life who has diabetes is thin and there's nothing like there's nothing wrong with that it's like an illness like it's something it just happens (laughs) it just happens like it's just a thing people have it's super weird that there's so much like 
stigma and people just use that like when they see a sugary dessert on Instagram they're like oh my god I got diabetes from looking at this like no you didn't (laughs) that's not how (laughs) the picture yeah it's kind of surprising because I I mean again I it's been several years since I watched Parks and Rec like I watched it in university um and like I remember it being like obviously like a very funny show and like it it was like a smart show too you know like it was like a little bit above just like a a typical sitcom I guess like it had like obviously the same kind of humor that like shows like the office do obviously because they're created by the same people um but uh, the american office i should specify (laughs) um but it's like for such a like smart funny show it just feels like such lazy writing to kind of always fall back on like the same fat jokes that are decidedly not funny (laughs) right and it's just like I feel like if you're gonna use that, like, use it a couple times, but mm-hmm. then otherwise, like you said, yeah, it just looks like you're falling back on it, and it it makes it not funny. Like, the joke is not funny anyways, but then if that's what you keep going to for the sake of, like, oh, we need to put a joke in this part, mm-hmm. then it just feels like, oh, there they go. They had to, <laughs> they had to throw that one in there. Yeah, it's, like, at a certain point, it's, like, this is just bad writing. Like, yeah. if if you can't find anything else to, like, be funny <laughs> like if then, you're just like fat diabetes <laughs> obesity like it's like oh okay all right I don't know about that but yeah it's unfortunate it's always so like jarring to go back and rewatch things like movies or tv shows that you were a fan of like earlier on yeah and then like you go like so many rom-coms for example yeah like like the movie love actually which I obviously watched over the holidays is I mean like it's problematic for like a number well of everyone <laughs> seems to really have a lot of opinions on <laughs> but like that's another example of something that I mean it's a movie that I love dearly despite what people might say about it but I mean like there's so much fat phobia in it and like towards a character who is not fat not in the fat. slightest <laughs> like not that that makes it like better or yeah. worse but it's like it it's like all these like fat jokes again I put that in quotes because they're not funny about a character who's not fat and so it's just like that it's always disheartening to watch stuff like that because I'm like oh like this is something that I really enjoy but like there are parts of it that are so like cringy to watch (laughs) right and it's like I I think I've seen that movie like maybe two or three times and it's like I remember that distinctly from it that it's like she's first of all like very normal size yeah it's just like a very average she just like has curve (laughs) yes that's exactly it she's like a bit like she's thin but you know a bit curvier I guess I guess she has like a bigger chest yeah like it's not there's nothing there that's like oh my god that and they're like oh like the chubby one (laughs) this cow like whoa whoa so yeah it is always disheartening to see how stuff like that kind of like doesn't age well I mean like not that it was really ever funny but you know I think we're all at a point where we're a little bit more cognizant of that and it's like (laughs) and it's like it's funny to watch Parks and Rec too because there's so much like (laughs) where it's like everything happening in the world right now you're watching and you're like oh like there's the whole like everyone gets sick there's like the fake pandemic situation that they go through Joe Biden is it in all the time I saw a tweet so the day that we're recording this is obviously the day that the inauguration happened in DC and um I saw a tweet earlier today that was like 
Joe Biden is the first <laughs> person who was on Parks and Rec to become president of the United States. I saw that too. I was like, I love that. It's true. Delightful. We love look, that. We look stand. how far he's gone. <laughs> exactly. Good for him. <laughs> I knew he had it in you. Like, yeah. It's just like, I love when that happens, but I also just like, sometimes I just want to go like, no, I just wanted to watch something and not think about what's actually happening. Yeah. <laughs> Very that. Other than that, what have I been watching? Um, there's a TikTok account. I can't think of the exact <laughs> name. It might be Tiny Kitchen. Okay. But they have, as you probably could guess, a tiny kitchen. Oh my god, you don't say. And they make like little mini foods. Like they made broccoli cheddar soup and they, a little bread bowl. So it was like a basically like a crouton that they <sighs> like dug a hole in and poured so I'll send that to you. Please do. Because I saw it last night and I was like, wow, I need to be involved. <laughs> I feel like maybe I've seen their videos before. I mean, I've seen like similar videos at least. Yeah. Like stuff like that it's just so like good. satisfies something, something deep within me. <laughs> I know. It's like the tiny chef, you know, that yes. little puppet. Love oh, him. I love him. I remember you showed that to me. So delightful. Delightful. Like, we need more of that content. Yeah, it's so <laughs> wholesome and so pure. And it makes you go, why would they do that? But not in a way that it annoys you. You're no. like, why would they do that? But I'm glad that they did. Because yeah, now like, I'm going to watch them make a bunch of tiny foods. It's like, why did no one do this sooner? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> why am I not doing this? Exactly. Why am I not making tiny foods right now? There's also, speaking of tiny things, there's sure. also... Um, on my favorite murder like months ago Georgia mm -hmm. was talking about how she's like really into watching people build like miniatures oh uh, yes and there is an account I'll find it I'll have to go and figure out like when she talked about it <laughs> but this woman is like recreating her house but miniature and it's all like mid-century modern furniture and she's like making everything herself from like scratch to match her house and it's just like she takes pictures like inside of so it looks like just like a room like an actual mm -hmm. room mm -hmm. and it's just a miniature oh my god I am obsessed with miniatures I love it I have my like little conservatory one to do yes the little greenhouse but I just get so I need to do it with someone else uh... Logan come build a miniature with <laughs> if COVID restrictions would allow me there's nothing I would rather do Good. I just get stressed out yeah. because I'm like, I'm going to make it wrong and we only have this, you know? No, I think, I think it's going to turn out so beautifully. And I think that could be such a, a lovely thing for you to do during quarantine. Build my tiny greenhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my tiny greenhouse. Maybe I remember, I will. you should. I remember um, my aunt and uncle um, had a cottage and then they just moved there permanently um, in this little smaller beach town in Ontario and I don't know I'm being like so secretive I could, could just like say it but <laughs> where I'm is it going I'm gonna go. to um and there used to be like years and years ago like a store in the little downtown area that sold like dollhouse stuff oh, yeah and I just remember like being so enamored by all of the I know and I was like oh my god it's a little rocking chair and like I just being so delighted I'm still like that whenever I go into a Michael's that section I'm oh, like yes. do I need tiny tiny mushrooms yes. yeah for what I don't know for earrings for earrings <laughs> <laughs> huh? it's 
just or the little tiny like ducks for a pond and you're like oh my god <laughs> I can't no oh I god. know my the same aunt who um lived in that small beach town <laughs> remote you wouldn't know it <laughs> Um, she also has like a collection of mini tea sets, oh. which I was so in love with when I was younger. She had like one, like a little set that had like strawberries on oh it. My God. And then at least another one or two sets. And they're like, they're so small. Like the little like saucers would be like that big. Oh and like the little God. cups would match. Like it was, oh my God, it was so cute. It, it was so cute. so cute. Oh, God, miniatures are so delightful to look I at. Know. I just, I love small things. So much. Mm. I'll find those accounts and send them to you. Please do. Because they're very important. Um, yes. Frenemies, we'll get to that, but. We have a, a conversation. More of that. <laughs> what about you? What um, content culture? <laughs> well, I'll absolutely tell you, but I want to ask you first of all, because you mentioned this okay. last week, not on the podcast, but when we were talking prior, and then you didn't bring it up in the podcast, and oh I forgot God. to ask you. But you said that you watched Wonder Woman 1984. Oh. And I wanted yeah. to get your thoughts and feelings. Um, it just felt very weird. Like, I don't know how to describe it other than just, like, off. Like, yeah. it felt like everyone was, like, mad at each other that day or something. And, like, they all filmed it at one time. Like, that was like, the just, vibe. just, like, weird vibes. There was, like, no <laughs> chemistry between people. Mm. It was very much, like, Gal Gadot just saying lines. I didn't feel like she was, like, acting anything. It was, yeah. like, I'm Wonder Woman. So, um, here I am. <laughs> like, that, very that. Okay. And then, at the same time, Pedro Pascal was like doing too much line reading <laughs> where he was like screaming the whole time and okay. like really into he was like it. making up for the lack yes. of energy <laughs> and it felt like it did feel like that it felt like okay he's trying to carry this all okay and, and I mean, he's like, he's one man a, a <laughs> noble can't. effort from mr pascal but <laughs> but he can't and then i just feel like Kristen wig is such a treat mm-hmm. um and i just feel like they didn't utilized her Mm -hmm. as much as they should have like there was like she was playing a villain correct yeah Yeah. I what I didn't like about it was like I feel like this happens a lot with like superhero movies Mm -hmm. lately is that they like introduce too many villains at one time instead of just like I just feel like the movie could have been just Pedro Pascal or just Kristen Wiig right and then it would have been better I just felt like they were doing too much at once and like they do like connect like they team up or whatever at Mm -hmm. one point but I just feel like maybe that could have been like a second movie where they were both involved but then it was more about Kristen Wiig like Mm -hmm. it was just too much going on but also like everyone's energy was just like down here (laughs) it was very interesting (laughs) yeah I do kind of feel like that is the downfall of a lot of those superhero movies where it's just like there's there's too much going on there's too many characters there's too many villains yeah like I in quarantine last year watched all of the Avengers movies for the first time and like they're enjoyable they're definitely entertaining but it's like oh my god you have like two dozen characters that are all trying to like like they all have their own like plots and like it's just it's too much and there's like not enough screen time for any of them and I just I get overwhelmed (laughs) it was very like it just feels like 
they want to do that because they want like the most interest I guess in Mm -hmm. it like maybe you wouldn't want to see like this villain but like if this villain and this villain and this villain are in Mm -hmm. it like you'll go and see it but it's just like it gets to a point where it's like I'm tired like I'm exhausted from trying to follow the story and like my attention with movies already is I don't know (laughs) existent barely but it's there <laughs> like yeah I don't know okay I appreciate the energy your, was off I appreciate your thoughts and feelings because I yeah. I haven't seen it I um and then after seeing everybody's reactions on Twitter after it came out I was like oh I really have no interest in seeing this so it was like fine mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen but sure. it's not one that I would like go back and watch again like, you wouldn't, like, recommend me watching it. No. Yeah. It was just, like, it did really, like, I'm, that's the only way I can describe it, the energy. It was just, like, everyone got into a big fight and then had to <laughs> pretend to be friends or, like, a team. That's so funny, because, like, I totally know, like, the type of energy that you're talking about, and I can just, just imagine off. that. <laughs> it was just off, and I don't, like, I don't think I really um care for Gal Gadot that much, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah she she doesn't do it for me um and I mean like all of her politics and that stuff aside that's that's something else we don't need to get into that but for one second there is a part where she's like in the middle east and there's like children in the road and she like saves them and I saw a tweet that was like the most unrealistic part about Wonder Woman 1984 was Gal Gadot protecting Middle Eastern children. And that's all I could think about for the whole movie. I was did that see tweet. that tweet. Because <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And they also we'll did that thing. That. They also did that thing where um, like Kristen Wiig is beautiful. Like she's oh yeah, so pretty. Lovely. They did that thing where they like pretend she's not. And then she has like a transformation and then she's hot all of a sudden. It's like, okay, no, she was pretty the whole time. Oh my god. It was a very like, oh my god, she took her glasses off moment. And now she's hot. Very yeah. that. That that trope is like, that's yeah. tired. We're done with that. Like, let's let's not pretend like these women are not beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, it was a lot. It was a lot. She's also like a cheetah like I think that's the character like the villain's name is like cheetah or something like that that's probably wrong and people are no 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 no, it is it is it's cheetah I know that for a fact and they like they very like cats 2019 her like it was a lot it was a lot I'm like we couldn't just have her and like I don't think that like I I don't I'm not familiar but I don't know if the character is like actually a cheetah person or just like wears <laughs> cheetah print but they were like fully like no you're a cat now I just feel like again I'm not familiar with the comics I don't know the lore <laughs> um but after the fiasco of cats 2019 yeah. I just think like you could have just put her in like some cheetah print outfits and like that's it that like, would have gotten it the been okay. across <laughs> it would have been okay we would have gotten it Mm-hmm. you know you could put like an ear like a cute little a little like, headband with some yeah ears. a little Catwoman yeah. moment <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah very that see like Catwoman that's a good example of like she was a Catwoman <laughs> <laughs> you know yes yes Where I it's do like, they try to make her look like a cat but yeah. they put her in like you know sexy little cat outfits <laughs> I know exactly. I 
exactly what you're saying. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad someone does. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it yeah. if you were thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm certainly not going to pay money for it. Let's no. put it that way. I certainly didn't. <laughs> but... <laughs> allegedly we don't want to get sued or anything <laughs> no. but no allegedly zoe did not Someone pay else money paid for it and i just watched it with them see <laughs> loophole <laughs> gotcha <laughs> you wouldn't download a pizza i would yeah. <laughs> hell, hell yeah i would any content? Yes. Any culture? Okay. Thank you for giving me your official Wonder Woman 1984 Any review. Time. Um. Yes. 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 I did watch a few things in the past week. So my list is less insane than it was last time. So. <laughs> I always okay. like it. So fun. first thing I have is Night Stalker, the hunt for a serial killer. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yes. I haven't gotten into that yet, but I've been seeing a lot of. Yes. A lot of things about it. For the listeners who are not familiar, it's a new docuseries on Netflix about Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. It's four parts, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And it was really well done. I personally find Richard Richard Ramirez (laughs) fascinating. Like, I think it's like weird and people are like, my favorite serial killer is. I'm like, okay, that's like deranged behavior. But like, If we're talking about ones that we find like particularly interesting, like he's definitely right up there for me. So um, it was good. And I feel like sometimes with these sorts of series, I'm just like, oh, like, are you really going to tell me stuff that I don't already know Mm -hmm. as somebody who's like interested in true crime and like has listened to like podcasts and read books and stuff like that. But I felt like it did offer like more information that like I didn't know necessarily. So I would definitely recommend that. I watched that last Friday after I vomited all night. <laughs> oh, oh no. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, we don't need to get into that, but that the following night, that's what I watched <laughs> to settle Nothing my stomach. To soothe your stomach, quite like <laughs> gruesome murder. Yeah. So if um I think you would definitely like it, obviously, because you're very like into true crime. Um, but yes, if anybody else who listens is into true crime and hasn't watched it yet definitely check it out the two lead detectives on the case were both like talking heads in the series and they were both like fantastic like I'm just like oh my god you guys are like so good love you so they were awesome Um, I saw a lot of complaints about it really that it was like overly gory and then I don't like I don't understand that critique all the time Mm -hmm. from like true crime documentaries like sometimes I feel like yeah okay like we don't have to see all of this Mm -hmm. but also like you can't get mad at them for telling you the details of like a gruesome murder when it's a documentary about gruesome murder (laughs) and I that's actually interesting I haven't like I had seen some people talking about it just like generally like being like oh like watching this or whatever but I hadn't seen any sort of like opinions on it either way um that's really interesting though because my mom and I had the completely opposite opinion like we were both like oh that like didn't sensationalize stuff it we didn't find it like overly gory like yeah I think that's why I've like held off a bit from watching it Mm because I'm like I don't know I I really didn't have an issue with it like they show obviously some crime scene photos but like nothing nothing particularly nothing more gruesome than you would see on any other sort of like true crime sort of show 
um and like even like in the discret like in the descriptions of like when they're talking about like the various crimes like I I didn't feel personally that they went into like too much detail detail about like the like nitty-gritty disgusting aspects of it yeah I thought it was I thought it like towed the line and I I generally thought that they did a good job and that it and wasn't... I just feel like there's not like there's not a lot you can do if you're like talking about like a horrific serial killer like you can't really like dance around that <laughs> like that's exactly it people. it's just like he did certain things yeah and you have to talk about it to an extent so no I that's just like my personal opinion I I didn't think that it was too gory or too gruesome or too yeah. like like sensationalized or like just over the top I I don't know I thought they did a really good job with it so I'll, I'll look into that <laughs> yeah I think you would enjoy it and like I said it's like four parts like I watched it in a night so it was nice it was good up my alley <laughs> exactly 10 out of 10 would recommend um I also watched um Bling Empire on Netflix I've been hearing a lot about this and I have no idea what it is so okay so I had seen a trailer for it on Twitter like a week or two ago and I was just like oh this looks like something I would enjoy um it's basically like this group of Asians who live in Southern California Los Angeles that area um who are like insanely wealthy like like literally (laughs) like the real life crazy rich Asians (laughs) like their wealth is like like these are people who like they have like like their money is in like weapons oh okay (laughs) Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. kind of money Mm -hmm. um and so it's just like this like insane display of wealth which like I mean like I get that like ethically perhaps that is like problematic for some people but like personally I can look past that and enjoy (laughs) the um funness of the show (laughs) is it reality or is it it's reality okay so they're all real people. I'll yeah. use that loosely because I mean I don't know I don't know how tethered to reality a lot of them are, but that's okay. Um, and basically, it's like this whole group of friends. But then there's one of them, the King Himbo named Kevin, who is he's like a model, but he unlike the rest of them, like isn't insanely wealthy. Like he grew yeah. up in like a really normal family. He was adopted. He grew up in Pittsburgh or something like that you know and just like a normal probably like lower middle class family and then he moved out to LA like a year or two ago when this was being filmed and stuff and he kind of like became friends with one of them and kind of got like pulled into their circle yeah um and so it's it's very funny to kind of see him interact with all of these people because I mean like it's just (laughs) so completely different um it's really good I went into it thinking like oh this is going to be very much just like a real housewives kind of show Mm -hmm. or like anything like that like just kind of trashy reality like them just like spending money and like doing crazy shit because they're rich and because they (laughs) can't and like it was definitely that to an extent but it ended up having so much more heart and depth than I ever would have expected it having from like a reality show about like super loaded people (laughs) because like I mentioned like Kevin's adopted and so one of the storylines is like he wants to he's like grappling with whether or not he wants to find his birth parents um and then there's another character on the show I shouldn't say character she's a real person but a character a a character nonetheless her name's Kim and um her dad left when she was quite young and like she hasn't spoken to him in years and years and so she's kind of like going on a journey of like finding out where he is 
and it's and then like there's like talk about um you know one of the women like has troubles with like had trouble with fertility and had took a really long time for her to conceive her child yeah her child who's baby g who i tweeted about when i was watching yes because so this woman christine is one of the women on the show and then she has this husband gabe who's a doctor um and they have this child who they like they call baby g i think his name's gabe like gabe jr named after his dad but they just always call him baby g love that and i just he was the star of the show (laughs) I'll watch a show just about him. Sign me up. At one point, she is doing like a photo shoot for him because why not? Why would you not have a photo shoot with like your one year old child? And he has like a toy, like Lamborghini or like some really expensive car that he's like driving around. I love when kids have like fancy remote control, like it's insane. Little cars. Um, So that baby G was delightful. And I do stand baby G. If you take nothing else away from this, take that away. Um, but yeah, like it just it was so much more like endearing than I expected it to be, and like I literally cried multiple times watching oh, it. Yeah, which, which you I don't expect no. from something like that. Like I really just went in thinking like, oh, this will be fun and trashy, and like whatever. And then I was like, oh, this actually has a lot of heart. I actually have grown to care about these <laughs> to people. Love these people, and like. Like, as stupid and, like, cliche as this sounds, it's just kind of, like, I mean, despite their insane levels of wealth, it's, like, they're also dealing with things that just, like, the average person will deal with. Like, obviously, it's extremely (laughs) easy for them to deal with certain things because of their money, but it's, like, oh, yeah, it's, like, they have things that, like, anybody could relate to to a certain extent. So, um, I really enjoyed it. I would definitely recommend it. How many episodes is it? Uh, I think think there were eight episodes okay um they're all like 45 50 ish minutes I think um I watched it in an entire day yeah so just whipped on right through that breezing Um, through the content breezing through the content absolutely but yeah it was very it was very delightful and I hope that it um comes back for a second season because I've seen uh, so many people talking about it that like I I hope it will but then like we were talking about yesterday, like Sabrina got canceled, and I don't really understand since I see so many people talk about how great it is. I know I yet, but oh, Sabrina, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, that brings me that brings me to my third and final <laughs> content viewing of the past week, oh. which is the fourth and final season of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. <sighs> It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, I'm really sad that it got canceled. I like. I didn't realize how upset I was until I started watching the season, and then I was mm-hmm. like, "This is so." I love this so much. I was like, "This is so upsetting that it got cut short, and that like I think like a show getting canceled is just always so frustrating." And because I'm pretty sure that they found out they were getting canceled like halfway through filming this season, so like they really had little to no time to like rewrite or like wrap anything up so that being said I think the ending was really good and I think it makes sense um spoiler alert I'm gonna say that now spoiler who hasn't seen the fourth season um that Sabrina dies (laughs) I literally when you said that like the ending made you cry I was like what happened and like 
I was expecting to say someone died, mm-hmm. but I was expected to like have no clue who that was and yeah. for you to have to be like, that's such and such. Mm-hmm. But nope, nope. They they pulled out the big guns and they were like, we are killing Sabrina, which <laughs> I mean, like, I do think it's a really good ending. And I was saying this to Zoe when I was talking to her about it yesterday. It really reminds me of the fifth season of Buffy because that at the end of that season, Buffy dies. <laughs> she sacrifices herself to save the world or whatever, and she gets no killed. big deal. It's fine. Um, and I remember, if I'm not mistaken, Joss Whedon, who's the creator of Buffy, said that he really wanted that to be like the series finale of the show. Yeah. Like he thought that that would have been a really good way to end it, like end the whole thing, which yeah. I agree with. I mean, like it's kind of the most realistic ending in those situations. Yeah. Um, and then it makes sense for like the character, you know? So, but then, you know, for whatever reason, Buffy went on for two more seasons and we don't, <laughs> we don't need to talk about like season seven. Cause that was a bit of a mess. Nope. But um, so the finale of Sabrina reminded me of that where I'm like, I, I appreciate what they did. And because she had to sacrifice herself to save the greater good. But I had seen a spoiler a couple days beforehand because I was looking something else up and then I saw something being like, Sabrina dies. And I was like, oh my God. So I was kind of like quickly reading through to see what happened. So I like knew going into the last episode like that she was going to die. And I was like, okay, I've got this. It's fine. And then I basically just like sobbed through the last 20 minutes of the episode because I was like, they just did a really good job with it. And it was very emotional. And it was like, it was less, it was just more sad seeing like the reaction of everybody else around yeah. her. And it was just like, oh my God, this is awful. Oh my God. Why did they do this? So the season was really good though. It makes me sad that it got canceled. And I wish, I just, I would have been interested to see like what they were planning on doing. For yeah, like story if lines. it wasn't. Did they have anything, like, set up, do you think, like, at the beginning of the season compared to, like, how it ended that, like, would have been a storyline? Like, do you feel like anything got left, like, unresolved? I don't know. I mean, like, I think they did a pretty good job. Like, there's there's nothing, like, oh, my God, like, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I do think that it ended in a good way. That it doesn't leave people being like, well, what about this? And what about that? And what about this? I think they like wrapped up as much as they could, but I just feel like they had a lot more story to tell. And I'm I'm sad that they're not going to get the chance to, but that's fine. Maybe they'll bring it back. Maybe they'll they'll pull a Buffy and just continue on. Well, I did see something indicating that it's owned by Warner Brothers. Like, it's not owned by Netflix. Okay. Um, I, th- I mean, like, who knows where I got this information from? It could be completely <laughs> not legitimate. But apparently, like, it, the show itself is owned by Warner Brothers. So that could leave it open to be brought back by, like, another network, like okay. HBO Max or something like that. So who knows? Who's to say? But... It does make me want to go back and rewatch it from the beginning and watch it all kind of more condensed because mm. it first came out in 
2018 in October and then like the final season just came out like last month and so it's like I've watched these four seasons over the course of like two years like spread like a year yeah. six months I feel apart. like you miss a lot of stuff when that happens yeah well and like I was saying I kind of noticed that like when I was watching Big Mouth or re-watching it with my mom right where it's just like watching the seasons like a year apart you kind of like don't pick up on things necessarily yeah. but when you're watching it all pretty close together it's like you realize that there's like a much more like linear story that they're telling and so I'd be curious to do that with Sabrina as well because I think it would be even more enjoyable to watch it like back to back to back so yeah. but yeah I'm sad that it's, it's over, over because it did it it like kind of filled like the Buffy shaped hole in my heart yeah it never it my problem with Sabrina is that it never quite got as good as I wish it had and I don't know, I don't know why. Like, I can't pinpoint what exactly was off about it. Yeah. But I Something. did, I did really enjoy it. So. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's hard when there's like a lot of like people that you recognize from like Disney or like Disney adjacent mm-hmm. things for them to like get into like gritty yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I mean, like, I thought. I think Kiernan Shipka did a really good job with Sabrina. I think she was a good casting and I liked everybody else that they had, but yeah, I don't know. I can't quite put my finger on it. Maybe if I watch it again and like <laughs> then you'll melt together. We'll check back in with Logan in yeah. a couple months and see if she's watched it. But I thought, I just think it was like a really good take on Sabrina, like as a character um and I like I don't read the comics that it's based on like the chilling adventures of Sabrina comics I'm not a comic person per se so I don't know like how much it like stuck to that Mm. or like how much it pulled from it but I thought it was like a cool retelling of Sabrina and that whole story what's going on in the world Logan girl the (laughs) only thing been going on in our world in our world in our <laughs> shared world is the drama between trisha paytas jeffrey star shane dawson hair by jay <laughs> whoever that is whoever he may be <laughs> um yeah the whole gang's back together in in the news mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i just truly feel like not to be like every single YouTube commenter on like any sort of dramatic video, but I really do feel like this is the next like blow up, like drama get in. Like I think it's happening again. <laughs> drama like, get in 3.0 or whatever. I think we're in line for another mm-hmm. another series of things. Drama get in is coming. So basically. I'm going to do a very bad job at explaining it, but I'm going to explain it it regardless. (laughs) So Hair by Jay Mm -hmm. is a hairstylist named Jay. (laughs) There you go. That's it. Well done. He did did Jeffree Star's wigs and was like traveling with him to do his hair. And um, he went on Instagram live and was just... reacting to a Trisha Paytas video Mm -hmm. and just absolutely being like horrendous and like cruel means like not even just like I'm gonna like drag this person but just like viciously mean to the point where like 
you know when people are so like aggressive that their face like contorts and you're like oh no this person's like scary it's like they're like snarling like a dog like that's exactly what was happening it's just like going on calling her a walrus saying that her skin was bad saying that like maybe she needs to get liposuction because maybe the fat is like affecting her brain Mm -hmm. he was like threatening her threatening to come beat her up said that by the time he was done with her she would be anorexic which i don't even know what that meant i don't know what that meant either but i was like that's violent somehow (laughs) um he said that if she died the only person at her funeral would be her mom and that's only because her mom would feel obligated to be there like just like really horrible stuff and the like his live stream was like seemingly out of nowhere like it was just like it felt very like i don't know about the video that he's reacting to like I haven't seen that video Mm -hmm. so I don't know when that was from but basically Trisha had gone on vacation with Jeffrey to Vegas last year and there was like bad blood something happened (laughs) baby now we've got bad blood (laughs) (laughs) um it was known just like something happened there like multiple people (laughs) commented about it there was like a lot of it was like a fall like a public fallout Mm -hmm. of trisha and jeffrey it was like oh these people are no longer seen together yeah they're not like interacting but it was like no videos or anything about it but there's like videos from people like peter mon and stuff like that saying something happened something (laughs) happened um so Trisha, like, I really don't know why he is so mad, Hair by Jay. But basically, it was like, he, she, she went on this trip. They were very mean to her. Mm -hmm. So she left early. And then he overcharged her for the wigs. And it was like a different price he said there than when she got home. Mm -hmm. But regardless, she paid for it. So like, it's everything's been paid no money is owed anywhere but he saw her talking about an experience with someone who makes wigs didn't she didn't name him but he knew it was him i wonder why (laughs) maybe it's the overcharging and the being mean like if the shoe fits i don't know if the wig fits (laughs) if the wig fits you put yourself in that situation um you didn't have to respond at all but anyways he was on live being horrible um trisha then made a reaction video to that where she's just like filming his live her watching his live on her computer and she's just like sobbing in the background you can hear her crying it's very sad it that was like truly like like upsetting to watch like i don't like seeing people cry like it just makes me upset but like somebody else is upset i'm an empath um (laughs) oh god here it comes (laughs) um but no like it was really hard to watch her react to that because it's just like you could tell that she was genuinely so upset by what he was saying and I don't and it blame was like her such horrible things too yeah. where it was like I think anyone receiving someone talking about them like that would be crying the way she was yeah and then she sent um the screenshot of him to her security just because he made a threat mm-hmm. and the security was like oh he was here the other day like looking at your car and taking pictures of the house so it was like 
there was like a real danger there and who knows like if the security actually saw him or not like that could just be like someone who looked like him but sure. just with the with the threats that were happening it's like an extra yeah. scary mm-hmm. layer but in the video she was just like talking about how like horrible jeffrey is and like what a bad person he was the whole time basically he they just invited her it seems on the trip to just have someone to entertain them so they could like bully someone yeah it's very like when you're invited to like a birthday party in elementary school but like no one really likes you and you're like oh I get why I'm here yeah like you were invited like as a joke to yeah people and so they're like the whole time they were like making fun of her skin they like slapped food out of her hand they would invite her down to the casino at like 3 a.m and then she'd go down and they wouldn't be there They'd invite her to dinner and not show up. They'd go to the mall and be walking like way, way ahead of her. So she couldn't catch up with them. They threw out her Balenciaga, (laughs) which is a thing that keeps being said, which is funny because it's just funny because it feels like the way she's saying it, like it's supposed to be relatable. Yeah. It's like, and they threw out my Balenciaga. I'm like, Trisha, we're we're not all there. Like, we're not all there. But like, I mean... It's, it's still mean. so fucked up that yeah, yeah it was like what like a balenciaga sweater or something yeah it was and like 900 threw it in the trash and then they gave away something like a bag that had her camera in it mm-hmm. to someone else and she's like okay but can i get just at least get my camera and they were like no we gave it to him like it's his now kind of thing and trisha had just had like i think this was after her breakup with jason mm-hmm and the breakup with Jason happened in a really, like, Trisha has talked about it more recently, but it was, like, she was 5150 because she drove her car while high into his house. Like, mm-hmm. it was, like, a big thing. <laughs> um, so she was emotional, and she was there talking about it and talking about how she wanted to die and, like, wanted to kill herself. And Jeffrey and all of them were saying things like, well, there's a balcony right there. Why don't you just do it now? It's, oh my, it's just so vile. It's horrible. And it's like, like, it it shouldn't even come as a shock to this point. Like, we've known that Jeffree Star is just like a disgusting excuse for a human being. Mm -hmm. But it is really alarming when you think about like, that this was somebody who's supposed to be his friend. Yeah. And like, it just goes to show it's like this man doesn't have friends. He just has people that he pays, he pays to be around him. Because he clearly doesn't care about anyone but himself. No, it's just, like, the whole thing. And they were, like, in Jay's live stream, he was, like, talking about how boring she was and stuff like that. But it sounds like why she went on the trip, what it sounds like, is that her friend, Jeffrey, said, hey, it's Valentine's Day. I know you just had a, like, very bad breakup. Come hang out with your friends. Yeah. And she went and instead it was like, let's just make fun of you the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be boring too, I think, if I was being bullied the entire time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's also like, that was such like a weird comment to me when Hair by Jay was like, you're so fucking boring. It's just like, I didn't realize that like, she was there for your entertainment. No, like she was just on a trip with you like she's not go do something fun then if you're bored i'm like you're literally in las vegas like really you're bored like that seems like on you more than her like you shouldn't be relying on this woman to like be your entertainment on this trip and he was saying things that it was just like 
you're saying this in a tone where I'm supposed to read it as something bad, but what you're saying isn't bad at all. Like, he's, like, screwing up his face, like, all angry, and he's, like, she was, like, we're gonna go to the club, and she was, like, oh, no, if you don't have time, if you don't have time, just do Jeffrey's wig first, and I'll, I'll just not have my hair done. And it's, like, that sounds like she wanted uh to give you time to do jeffrey's hair that was truly like <laughs> that was such like a big part of his like why he's so vicious his, yeah like, manifesto that he was saying <laughs> was like we you know we were doing we were getting the hair done to go to the club and you know we were running late and so she just offered to like not have her hair done and just go with her natural hair and he was like saying it as if like that was like embarrassing that she was like yeah i'll just go to the club with like without a wig <laughs> like that was really why he was so mad at her it seemed because like it couldn't be that money because she paid him she paid him the overcharged wig like she paid well and that was the other thing that they were making fun of her about is that she like is poor and has to ask for the price of things and rents her home as opposed to owns it Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know i when i think trisha paytas um a word association would not be poor. That's no. not something. I feel like every other day she has a different pink wrapped car. So like, I don't know. I don't know if that's like a poor thing. Like I don't associate yeah. that with I, being I, poor. I just think that like having a like hot pink G-Wagon doesn't scream like in financial need. <laughs> oh, not to me anyways. I don't know. So that was like, that was a big part of it. In her video, basically she was saying, Jeffrey's an awful person I tried to like not say anything about him and just like avoid him for the sake of Shane because I know they're friends Mm -hmm. and like Shane and Ryland knew all of this stuff and still were friends with Jeffrey so I didn't want to like cause a rift so I just didn't say anything but like now it's getting to a point where I'm being threatened and like he's a bad guy and that's and that had tons of comments on it people being like he's not your friend like Shane is not a good friend Rylan's not a good friend um Ethan and Nilo were doing their H3 after dark podcast and people that's when it was happening so they Mm. told them to watch the video of Trish crying and immediately Ethan and Nilo were defending Trisha immediately yeah because it's like that's what you do like even like it doesn't even like obviously like she's like friends with Ethan and Nilo but it's just like like we don't know Trisha, we're not friends with her. No, God, if only. Um, oh, imagine. But it's like that's just like any normal person's reaction to seeing the hair by J video, like should be, oh my God, this is horrible. Yeah, like it was like aw- really awful things he was saying, and like know? with such viciousness, such viciousness. But yeah, like it was, it was so nice to see Ethan and Ela like immediately come to her defense and be like this guy is insane yeah. like these the things he's saying are awful like you do not need these people in your life <laughs> and that was the other thing that he kept mentioning was that like jeffrey paid for the jet he paid for the hotel and stuff like that and ethan was like what so you like they paid for you to go so you have to let them be awful to you the whole yeah, time like exactly. they didn't buy you for entertainment like no that's not how um human relationships work no. and the thing that was so funny or like so like I don't know poetic justice or whatever is that basically like Trisha had like said that like all of this stuff happened or like there had been like assumptions whispers that, like, whispers that like all of this shit had happened 
Um, and then this video that Hair by Jay made basically corroborated yeah, everything that Trisha had said. Like, <laughs> he just corroborated all of the bad behavior. And then Jeffrey really doubled down on on confirming that all that happened because he tweeted because someone said like you need to apologize to Trisha and he goes I have I haven't stopped apologizing so like you confirm like all the stuff she's saying is accurate Mm -hmm. why would you apologize if you didn't do it like that's not that's not what people do especially people like Jeffree Star would not apologize also like (laughs) how do you even like how did that apology go you know like I'm sorry that I made fun of your weight I'm sorry that I encouraged you to kill yourself (laughs) I'm sorry that um we would call you down to come to the casino at three in the morning and then we wouldn't be there which puts you in a potentially dangerous situation um I'm sorry that I threw out your belongings that I stole your belongings (laughs) sorry we ditched you at dinner multiple times like how do you sorry I told everyone you were on drugs oh oh yes that was the other thing that was so disgusting was um and Trisha was talking about this on the Frenemies podcast this week about how like prior to the Vegas trip she had gone on like a bit of a bender and had been using which is why she drove her car into Jason's house like that was part of the part of that series of events um you know so she had like you know kind of been using and whatever and then they were like making jokes about the fact or being like oh well like she's just on drugs yeah well she left early because she was just like we couldn't hold like keep a hold of her because she was just like so high on everything and like i like it's just so like you can see video like trisha's sister made a video about it like showing her dropping trisha off at the airport and picking Mm -hmm. her up and like she's We've all, we've seen Trisha on drugs. Like, we've seen the I'm a chicken nugget video. We've seen all these things. Like, we know when that's happening. Yeah. That's not what's happening in the video. It's just, like, a really um, convenient excuse to try to, like, switch someone. And even if she was on drugs, you don't get to treat her like that. That's exactly, like, I just, oh, my God. These people are just truly such vile little creatures. Yeah. Um, The thing that, like, truly sent me, though, was when Jeffrey tweeted like good morning to everyone but my former hairstylist because like of course hair by jay like did his instagram live basically just like spilled the tea on everything that happened and confirmed that like what trisha had said was true and that they treated her like shit the entire trip and he i guess for some reason thought that that would like put him in like good standings with jeffrey star um i don't know quite what he was thinking with that but then of course like immediately Jeffrey who is you know self-serving and only he doesn't have an attachment to anyone no everyone is expendable to him he's literally like reptilian yes he doesn't care about you (laughs) and you can grovel after the fact and be like what I said has nothing to do with him he's gonna get rid of you because it will boost him in his mind Mm -hmm. and to some people to make him look like oh see like he's doing the right thing doing the right thing yeah exactly no and it's just like okay hair by jay like you really think that like you were that like that much of an asset to him you don't think there are a million other people out there that can like install wigs for him yeah that's what that's what ethan kept saying on the h3 podcast Mm. and they said it on frenemies too this week but it's like like do you think you're his friend like you were hired to do you're a service. hired help you're hired help like you're there to do a service and you're not his friend no 
um he might lead you to believe that to get more things from you but like you are, you mean nothing to this man and that's very evident that's i don't exactly think anyone it. means anything to this man no i think the only thing that means anything to him is money and i yep. think that that is like the driving force behind everything that he does and you know he'll keep people around so long as they're useful to him mm-hmm. but you just shot yourself in the foot hair by jay and yep. just exposed all of the shit that went down why would he keep you around? Like, you're going to get cut the fuck off. And Immediately. Like, and that was the other thing that we didn't even mention. The fact that he doxed Trisha and her oh, business. Yes. Her business. And I think he also um, might have given out the address to, like, her house or, like, her phone number or something like that. So he doxed her business and potentially, like, her personal location or phone number so it's like you know this is a guy that like recently just did like a wig installment for Chrissy Teigen like he has like worked with like other celebrities I'm like I I don't think anybody's gonna want to work with you no like you really you really um screwed this one up pal (laughs) it's really like you screwed the pooch on this one and for what like for what Jeffrey to defend you and Jeffrey. Yeah. And then like immediately Jeffrey turned around and it was like, oh, yeah. I don't know him. <laughs> I never did. He wasn't my friend. He just was here to do my wigs. Yikes. And like, he also did that thing that everyone does when they start a fight, mm. when they're in the wrong. Uh-huh. It's always like, well, I'm not going to do this with you anymore. He did that thing. He did that thing <sighs> where it's like, I simply screaming. don't have... Um, room in my heart maybe mm-hmm. to have this conversation with yeah. you maybe because frankly yeah. you've disappointed me maybe something like that um he Not did that personal experience no no no. <laughs> no 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 he did that thing where he's just like I'll have this conversation with you mm-hmm. but on my terms yeah. even though I'm the one who is disrespectful yeah I won't do this online not this circus everything I do is online and I <laughs> love thr- you girl that part made me want to wring his neck truthfully literally love you girl call me text me anytime no beat me when you reach me (laughs) no like no deranged and trisha was saying like he's tried to call her since vegas Mm -hmm. or like wanting to hang out since vegas and she's not having she doesn't want to talk to him and she said multiple times like i don't want to talk to you and that's the other thing with apologies people don't have to accept them you can apologize until the cows come home. I don't have to take that. I could be like, okay, no. noted. Thank you. And I think that that's like what so many people don't realize about apologies or fail to realize is that apologies are not just to make you feel better about, no. you know, I'm so sorry for my shitty behavior. Now I can, now I can move Continue on. Continue them. <laughs> clear heart. Yep. It's like, no, you, you should apologize because you genuinely know that you did something wrong and yeah. you're genuinely sorry for it. But nobody owes you any sort of acceptance on that apology. No. And like, even if somebody doesn't accept it, you should still then be able to be like, okay, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> you don't like pressure someone into like accepting your apology. Like that's not, not how, how it, it works. works. <laughs> that's not how it works. And it, it just makes you look worse and doesn't help you at all. No. But he did the whole, let's take it offline, babe. And then Trisha made another video in her big emo wig, which was a lot themed bedroom. And she started off with 
um, ignore the wig, which was impossible. I it simply was, couldn't do it that, was Trisha. So hard. It was so hard. Also, I just like as an aside, the Beetlejuice themed bedroom. I know that you and I talked about this, but I just feel like it's funny to mention for the listeners. So yes. I was watching this video and I noticed that there were like some Beetlejuice accoutrements in the background. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> and I thought to myself, I was like, does Trisha have a Beetlejuice themed bedroom? You know, I'm not I'm not familiar mm-hmm. with like her home, so I wasn't sure. So then I was talking to Zoe earlier today and I was like, oh. By the way, um, I figured you'd know the answer to this. Um, does Trisha have a Beetlejuice themed bedroom? And Zoe yes. assured me that yes, yes, she does. <laughs> and then proceeded to explain the layout. Yeah. I was like, then there's like a worm on the headboard and on the wall, there's like a Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice yeah, neon sign. So. The dresser has pictures of Michael. A lot. Yeah, a lot. Zoe, Zoe broke down all the decor for me. <laughs> I, it's not... It's not, I know she's not great. I know she's problematic. Yes. But I feel an attachment to Trisha Paytas. Yeah. I, as we, as we discussed she's earlier. She's likable. She, and she's chaotic you. Like there she is. She is, I think so. The, the shared love of like musicals that the two of you have. Yeah. And like the Beetlejuice thing. The fact that like, <laughs> the fact that um, it must've been whilst I was building Audrey too. Trisha was filming herself singing suddenly Seymour as all three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's there's something there for sure. There's a connection. There's a kindred spirit. Um, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> she made another video in her Beetlejuice room <laughs> with her emo scene kid, whatever wig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And basically, after like, I guess seeing all the comments and like hearing like Ethan. And Ila, who she's not known for that long, defend her so quickly and so, like, without even thinking about Mm -hmm. it. She made a video and said that she's done with Shane and Ryland and that she cannot continue to support him or anyone who supports Jeffree Star. Yeah. And it was very interesting because I think you could see the difference between, like, a video that she makes when she's, like, canceling, quote unquote, like, (laughs) David Dobrik yeah. versus like Shane because she was very serious aside from the wig <laughs> she was like very serious in this video like yeah. she wasn't trolling anyone it wasn't no. like you it could... was just like I can't be friends with this person anymore and you could tell like how genuinely upset she was because like she wasn't like crying or anything like that but yeah. it's just like I think I feel like so many people have had that realization in a friendship where you're just like I just can't have this person in my life anymore for whatever reason. Yeah. And like that, like that's such a hard decision to come to because I mean, like her and Shane have been friends for like 12 years, yeah, which is such a long time. And, you know, she has, as she said, blindedly defended him yeah. throughout everything. And like in situations where it's like harmed her own yeah. like career. Yeah. Like she's always like put him first to an extent and always yeah. like, been there like ride or die for him and so I mean like I can only imagine like how hard that must have been for her to like come to that realization that like this person that I've called my best friend for the past 12 years doesn't care about me doesn't care about my well-being and is you know actively pursuing a friendship with somebody who is toxic and harmful and violent towards me and um as they're talking about it on the uh, Frenemies podcast, when the, the Hair by Jay video came out, Shane didn't reach out to her. 
he only reached out to her when she started talking about Shane and Ryland knowing about the Vegas trip. And then he reached out to do like a self-serving, like, mm-hmm. um, is everything okay? You're not going to make like an exposed video or yeah. anything. And was telling her like, why don't you come over and we'll like order food and just forget about it. No. <laughs> that that no. part was so telling about how he didn't reach out until his name started coming yeah. up. I was like, so you just sat there and watched as your friend was getting attacked online. Threatened. Threatened online by a friend of a friend of yours mm-hmm. or an employee of a friend of yours. <laughs> yes. Get that straight. And you didn't feel the need to hop in or check in on her or anything. No. Knowing how upset she was from when all of this happened back last year after the Vegas trip. But then as soon as she, you know, starts talking about like, oh, I you know Shane I told and, Shane and Ryland Shane and Ryland knew and they just continue to be friends with Jeffrey and blah 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 blah. then that's when you're like oh I should get involved yeah. because I don't want this to look badly on me and then his like excuse was like oh well, like I know you told me but I just didn't want to believe it which is like the worst possible excuse for anything like okay I don't think anyone wants to believe something horrible when it's being told to them no one's like yeah I wanted to believe that like I but also, you believe your friends like what the hell and I also like I just I don't buy it for even a second no because I'm just like what didn't you believe that Jeffrey's a bad person like you made like, a whole series of redeeming him from being a bad person but you didn't think he was bad like they're or been capable of bad things countless stories about vile awful oftentimes illegal things that he's done and you're like, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that he would do those same things to you. <laughs> like, literally. I had all this evidence in front of me and past experience, but I just didn't, I didn't think you, I think I thought it'd be something different, you know? you know? Like, so like, aside from the fact that it's like, oh, you're just blatantly ignoring what your, cop your best friend yeah. is saying and it's just like really you you couldn't believe like it was so far out of the realm of reality (laughs) and like I don't know like he's known he's known Jeffrey for like a couple years yeah um the only thing that would make his relationship more important than his 12-year best friend quote-unquote relationship with Trisha is money yeah and it's very obviously what he picked in this situation was like instead of like coming to my friend's defense I'm going to stick with the money Mm -hmm. and I thought it was interesting too because like of course you know about like all the times Trisha like stood up for Shane for things Mm -hmm. but like when Trisha was talking about it in this week's frenemies I was like oh I didn't even like really think of that beyond Mm -hmm. the bit but she was saying like he knew all these things that I came to him with, like the identity disorder stuff and like the gender yeah. dysphoria stuff. And like when she was getting absolutely like slammed for all of that, he never came out and said like, no, Trisha talks to me about this. She's not joking. No, he like not he, even something as basic as as no. a tweet to be like, no, she's talked about this before. He's never once jumped to her defense. And it's like, she she said this on the Frenemies podcast where she's like, I don't expect people to defend me. You know, she's like, I wouldn't ask that of somebody. But, yeah. you know, I mean, like, I think anybody that has like a best friend or somebody they care about, like, it's just kind of like a no brainer. Like if yeah. you see them 
going through something or getting attacked for something wrongly then like you step in you say something you try yeah. to defend them like especially if that person is like your other friend like yeah. your friend your best friend is being like bullied by like someone you've known for a couple years and you're not gonna say anything yeah well you know some might say I was a bully <laughs> to people so. well you know as I always say you can't be accountable for people in your life no, you, you know can't. You, can't. <laughs> you can't that's uh, how the world works yeah um I it really like Trisha said this where it she was saying like it feels like Shane made a deal with the devil yeah and it's like I'm sure like some people be like okay that's like a bit dramatic like calm down but it's like I literally I feel that is. way yeah like, no like it's like I, I think looks. I think Jeffrey is like genuinely an evil person um and I don't think he has good intentions with anything that he does no. and like my personal like thoughts and feelings on this are that you know Shane got involved they did the conspiracy palette together they now have like you know like a Millions. business venture that they're doing um I just think that Shane has probably like told Jeffrey things that now Jeffrey can hold over him yeah Shane has gotten himself into a position where you're now like indebted to this person they have dirt on you and like you Dirt that you know based on, like, any other interaction Mm -hmm. or, like, drama he's had with anyone that he'll absolutely tell. Well, exactly. I mean, like, I feel like, like, we've all had that experience, like, to a much lesser extent. Like, we've all had that friend in our lives where, like, there's, like, a toxic friendship. Like, I'm thinking back to, like, elementary school where it's just, like, you know, with, like, the mean girls and it's, like, you would, like, tell them something and then, like, they would tell something like it and it just, like, yeah so gross and like awful and it would like make your stomach churn it's like that but on like grown-up scale yeah (laughs) it's it's so it's so bad and it just keeps getting worse because like the the gabby hannah trisha situation where gabby was telling people that trisha had an std Mm -hmm. um when gabby was called out for that she told trisha that shane told her that and Trisha has talked about that in her own videos on Frenemies. She said before, like, yeah, Gabby said that Shane said it. And I just, like, know he wouldn't do something like that. And now all these people are being like, yeah, I heard that from Shane. Like, the herpes thing came from Shane. So that whole thing of, like, that big fallout was, like, that information came from the person closest to her. It's just, it's disgusting. Like, there's something so, like, makes me feel physically sick yeah about trusting somebody and then knowing that they took I mean like in that case like he was just blatantly lying but just somebody that you trusted somebody that like does have information like that and does have like god knows what else he could like spread around to people that is like actually true and just knowing that they would go behind your back and like spread rumors or just like tell people your personal information like that makes me feel physically sick and he also like warned Peter Mon that she was um a pathological liar and not to believe anything she said, that kind of stuff. Um, just like real like really nasty stuff. And then today, press time, someone who used to be friends with Jeffrey, whose like Twitter handle is like Oscar Wilde or something like yeah. that, he came out and was like, I'm so proud of Trisha to see her like grow and become like more accountable for things and like seeing her actually try to learn 
Yeah. Um, and I'll just say that I heard Jeffrey say when the Tati, the latest Tati James thing came mm. out, well, that's three strikes for Shane now. Like, when do I distance myself from him? So, like, he's not loyal to you. He no. He's not loyal to anyone. He does not care about you, Shane. No. I think... I think that, like, Shane has just gotten in too deep with him and, like, like he just can't get out he because can't. I'm sure that Jeffrey has just so much that he could hold over him and threaten him with. It's, like, the threats, the dirt that he probably has on Shane, the fact that Shane, at the current moment, is not on YouTube. Like, he does not have a career on YouTube mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, If he comes back... Now, especially, like, maybe before this blow-up, he would have had more people. But so many people were still just like, I don't know, like, I don't know if I can believe this. Like, he's changed based on Trisha supporting him still. Yeah. And now that that's gone, like, he does not have a career on YouTube. Are you okay? Yeah. No, I was gonna say, it's kind of, like, it's kind of funny that, like, the last straw for some people is like, oh, Trisha Trisha. now doesn't like him. It's like, I can excuse racism. (laughs) And but I feel the line at Trisha not liking him. Yeah. But oh, like that's God. so many people in the comments are like, whoa, guys. I know. I mean, like, honestly, my hope for 2021 is I would love to see Shane and Jeffrey just fade into obscurity. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't wish for the cancellation of people because I mean, like, first of all, like cancel culture like isn't even real. Like no, people are always fine after they're canceled. You know? Like, I just, I want people to be held accountable for their actions is what I want. And I, I so desperately want those two to be held accountable for all of their bullshit behavior and yeah. just everything that they've done because they both have a lot to answer for. It's just, they're like, that's a thing. Like, I feel like Shane has like backed himself into this corner himself. Mm-hmm. He's like, you've probably run your mouth way too much to Jeffrey, who's not someone you can trust. So he has dirt. You don't have a career. The only money money you're getting is from something in collaboration with Jeffrey. You're stuck. Exactly. And And he's just like, I'm going to work myself further into this somehow. And it's like the one friend that you had, like not to sound like the social network. I was your (laughs) one friend. Um, But like the one friend that you had, um, no longer wants to be associated with you because you weren't there for her you didn't support her you didn't defend her so what are you going to do when jeffrey eventually cuts severs all ties with you when he wants nothing to do with you because you're a liability or whatever he said Um, (laughs) he said apparently to this oscar wilde guy that shane was bad for his image babe babe he's bad for your image you're literally a goblin. Like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? You're literally a goblin. Literally. Um, yeah, no, that's that's bold. That's a bold statement. Um, like, I would say you're both equally bad for each other's images, but also you should maybe worry about a few other things first. Like, maybe work on, like, why your image might be on the rocks in the first place. Like, maybe like look within. Look within. Like, there's a laundry list of other things that are, like, wrong with your image, first and foremost. But all right. It's, it's a lot. I really want, Logan and I were talking about this before, 
I want to. I want to see everyone who stopped being friends with Shane make a video. Give yes. us Drew. <laughs> give us Drew. Drew. Give us Garrett. Give us Andrew. Andrew. That's the thing because I feel like, like the signs have been there, right? You know, like people have slowly been falling away from him over the last few years, but I feel like it's happened at a pace where it's less noticeable. You know, like first Drew kind of fell off, and it was like, oh, okay, you know, whatever, like things happen. And then it was Gary I mean, and it's Andrew. Also like- Drew stepped away from him, but then also stepped away from YouTube. So yeah. it was kind of like, a, oh, he just doesn't want to do YouTube anymore, which I don't really think now that that's what yeah, it was. I think there's definitely more to that story. And then like, same with Garrett and Andrew, where it was like, they were always super involved in, you know, Shane's whole thing. I mean, like, um, Andrew was like filming all his videos for him and stuff like that. Yeah. Like they were super involved. And now they are nowhere to be found. Like they they're doing are, their own thing. They do their own thing. They have their own podcast together. And yeah, I think that would be like so freaking amazing if like all of them put them all in one of video. Them just destroy him, obliterate him. And there's like people from like his early early YouTube days, like yeah. girls. I can't think of their names. But there was, like, girls who were always in his videos that, like, do not speak to him at all anymore. Like, don't talk to him. I think, like, his ex-girlfriend, like, Lisa, Mm -hmm. I think she used to be very, like, in public defending him. I don't think I've seen anything from her about him in some time. So, I don't, like, not a nice guy. I think that's pretty obvious and getting more and more obvious each day. I think, um, I I hope that both him and Jeffrey get what is coming to them. Uh, I think they've gotten away with so much for so long. And, like, <laughs> it's unfortunate that, like, Trisha's the last straw, but, like... <laughs> it's so funny. It's really so, like... It's literally that thing from Community yeah. where it's like, I can excuse racism, but I draw the line at animal cruelty. <laughs> like, you can excuse racism? No, very it's that. very that. Yeah. the laundry list of things that Shane has done. And, like, we talked about this before when it, like, the big blow-up happened with him, that it's, like, it was kind of easy at the beginning to, like, not take into account all the bad things that Shane was doing because it was so like spread out Mm -hmm. but then D'Angelo Wallace did that video and it was like everything he's done back to back to back and there's there's no way to watch that and be like yeah he's funny though no like there's nothing in that that's redeemable no not not even a little bit like it's that's all you need to see of that man to know who he is as a person and then that you should watch um any footage you can of the chair and his behind the scenes um, from that. I would recommend watching videos from that because that gives you a real, real good idea of the kind of person he is. So there's that. We'll see how the, how that crumbles. Yeah. It's um, I, I have a feeling it's only getting, only just getting started. Yeah. It's like ramping up to something. Like I, I think they'll they'll definitely be more to come on this. That too, another thing. Mm. Trisha dropped that Shane has a project that he's oh, like planning on returning. Yes. So I think that that's either gonna have to be scrapped 
or we'll see what it, or it comes out soon like there's yeah. no I was it her that was speculating what it was going to be or like a comment that I saw where like people are thinking like he's going to do like a docu-series on himself like yeah. the I think rise like and fall every- <laughs> I think that's what everyone's thinking that it's going to be like his so his redeeming documentary he was himself. like oh my god he's just like oh like that level of like narcissistic where I'm like oh you really think that this yeah. is a good idea yeah and you he, really think that there's coming back from this and there's not there's not with like the majority of people who used to watch him no there's not coming back there's also um a lot of people are like speculating that him and Ryland are already married oh like, really they already got married so that the video like was going to be the wedding documentary like and I don't know. I feel like he's too narcissistic to, like, share that with Ryland. Like, I think <laughs> if he's coming back, it's about him. Yeah. I, I could totally see him doing, like, a self-serving docu-series. Yeah. Of, like, you know, the dark days that he's faced in the wake of being exposed. <laughs> God. What a, I, what a nightmare person. I know. What I a think, group of nightmare people. <laughs> truly. It's like truly people made for each other. I feel like you and I have like already like had this conversation off the pod, but like the ideal situation would be Shane comes forward and is like like defends Trisha. Yeah. And then is like, you know what? Too Actually, late. Like, yeah. too little, too late to defend. He's like, I'm going to defend Trisha. Like, she's right. Jeffrey's actually an awful person. And then Jeffrey comes forward and is like, hold Drops up. Drops a bomb. Like, let me just... I want all... I want that to happen. I want him to come too little, too late defend. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey to be like, no, actually, all this stuff happens. Like, here's why Shane is bad. But then I want him... The way that he's, like, giving out the information about mm-hmm. Shane, I want that to make him look worse. Yes. That's my ideal situation. I just want mass destruction. Yes, that's all I'm asking for. I don't think we're it's just internet chaos. Yeah, I don't know. We need we need something to look forward to in 2021, oh, right? Like, Give us more drama. YouTube drama know. really does sustain us as people, I think. Yeah, it's great. It's really nice. I really do enjoy keeping up with it. Yeah. Do you have any um, final thoughts on the Trisha of it all? <laughs> um, Trisha's problematic in a mi- million different ways, <laughs> but Team Trisha on this team, one. Team Trisha on this one, absolutely. Um, and I'm glad that she has people now like Ethan and Ela in her yeah. life. It's a very it's sweet. sweet relationship. It is. Like, I'm like, when I was watching the Frenemies episode and I, when I was watching the um, H3 After Dark the day the, the other day, I was just like, I truly was touched at how, like, genuinely upset Ethan was and Hila was. And, like, and it how, came so easy. came so easy. And, like, they just, like, naturally came to her defense and they were like, this is awful. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's really it. Like, there's no way... As, like, a person watching it who wasn't, like, bought by Jeffrey, who wasn't currently being bought by Jeffrey, to see that and be like, yeah, that's not worth a defense. Yeah, because like, here, this is, this is like, the last thing I'll say on it, is that, as you said, Trisha's problematic. There, there are a, a litany of things that you can dislike Trisha for. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that you can't. However, making somebody, of, making fun of somebody's skin, their weight their mental health their mental health um that's unacceptable no matter who the person is like there are other things that you can justifiably 
come at them for. Yeah. But those are all such low blows. Those have nothing to do with her content or her character. Like, it's just, it's just mean. It's just yeah, mean. Yeah, it's just mean for vicious. the sake of being mean. So. That's it. That's it. <laughs> is there anything else going on right now? No, this is. I think that's really it. That's operating or like going on in my brain. In our brains. It's our two brain cells individually. We only have two between us yes. that are. We each get sending. one. <laughs> we can't be, we can't be too like selfish. We need no. just like not too greedy. <laughs> They're just pinging back and forth like cell phone towers. It's just Trisha and Jeffrey. Why is that literally like it though? <laughs> yeah, that's that's how our minds work. That's how it's working. And that's all that's going on. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, if you want to keep up with us on social media, we are on Twitter and Instagram at honestlypod and Facebook.com slash honestlypod. We're hoping to be more active on the socials this year. Hell so yeah. If you're not already following us go smash that follow button um <laughs> you know merch link in bio uh <laughs> merch link in bio you know <laughs> um i do we also have a uh, an email address we have an email address which is the honestly podcast at gmail.com feel free to send us an email you know we'd love to hear Anything. from you if you have any uh feedback if you have any things you'd like us to talk about on upcoming episodes let us know let us know how you feel about this drama i don't know we want to know like we literally want every take imaginable no, i like, can't get enough <laughs> we're gonna start a discord group so that we can just all talk about youtube drama literally that's the dream oh my god wait no i'll tell you i'll tell you <laughs> okay i have a okay. brilliant idea um uh, we also have a website, which is the Honestly Podcast at wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home. It will lead you nowhere. The website is somewhere. looking pretty spiffy. We're working spiffy. on it. We're it's working looking on it. pretty spiffy. We're so. interesting. We're brand refreshing. We, oh, oh <laughs> yes. A, a cute little brand refresh we love. Okay. For 2021, new year. Coming through. <laughs> Um, we also have merchandise for merchandise. Oh yeah. Um, you can check that out by going to the merch tab on the website. You know, you're already there. Might as well check it out. Yes. Or, where I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you can go to honestlypod.threadless.com. There's so many cute things. We're oh. adorable. Yeah. We're adorable. Taking have I mentioned under... we're adorable? We're adorable. Um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. If you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, it would really mean a lot to us. Um, but we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Potable, Pocket Casts, maybe some other places. It's very hard to keep track, but like if you're listening to us somewhere and it's somewhere we didn't mention, really leave a review because <laughs> then we'll know we're on there. Yeah, let us let us know for sure. Um, if you do leave us a review wherever you're listening, um, go ahead and send us a screenshot of it and we'll send you some limited edition Honestly Pod stickers. And they're really going to be limdish because brand refresh. Because babe. as <laughs> aforementioned, we are refreshing that brand. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Um, is that it? Mm, that's all. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>